I'm the big ticket. Huh. You got a Benz and I got a Benz, but they know the difference. Huh. Tell Pedro to send it. Throw a Michael Red, I'ma sell it back for the Scotty Pippen. Yeah, that's chicken. 11 points like I'm Kyrie. Who shit, not me. Young humble, makes you cocky. I know my young boys got me. I'm up next, watch me. Shout on them with my posse. Move, huh. groove. Huh. When you see me, better move. Tell me mean to love you. What's good, FML? We are back with another episode of Blessing Radio with another edition of House Call. And I got a very, very special guest, man. This one had to be done. I got the one and only Malibu in the building. How you living, man? Yo, what's good? What's good? Man, it's about time, man. I seen a bunch of people getting on before me. And I'm like, man, I'm glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I had to shake the cobwebs off, make sure I was, you know, in the groove before I, before I brought you on, man. But um, And I, I wanted to do a commission episode and all that, but it's just too much to get on. But, you know, yeah, that's how it go. But um, while we there, you know, for those of y'all in the FML, and you all probably check this out, but... If you want to know how FML started, you know, get the commissions, you know, aspect of the stuff. Good friend of mine, uh, Mo, Mostradamus, he go by a lot of names, but he's over with Lead Crawler. He did an interview with, with Malibu and Estrada a while back, man, like towards the beginning of the cycle. So if you guys want to check that out, go to YouTube on the Lead Crawler page. Um, you'll see Malibu and Estrada there if you want to know about that. Uh, very good interview. Uh, with my guy Mo, so y'all check that out. Yeah, but, uh, Mo's the guy, man. Absolutely, man. So we, we go way back. I, I actually inspired him to do the whole league crawler thing, man. It, it was crazy to see that see that blow up like that. Um, oh, for real, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I interviewed Mo way way back on the Xbox side, and he was like, "Yeah, I need to start doing that for for league crawler." And that's actually how I found out about. Uh, mm-hmm. I got into FML. That's how I got interested in it. I saw you, uh, the interview with you and Estrada and, and Mo. I was like, yeah, that's that's it right there. Oh so, yeah, that's 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 fire. I ain't even know that's how you that's how you find them. Yeah, that's when I hit you up. I was like, yeah, I gotta I gotta get in there. So that's what's up. Everything go full circle. But um, so we're not gonna get into that on this on this episode. We we we, we sitting down with Coach Malibu. Toxic Malibu, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. So before we get into all that, though, kind of clear some stuff up for me. So like, you you're in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you right now. You're not from there, though. Nah, I was I was born in Chestnut Hill. Gotcha, gotcha. That explains like the whole Boston Celtics, the the Patriots, all that stuff. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> but I was, I we raised out here though. I got you. Cause I was like, man, you got the accent and everything, and it's like it's throwing me off, man. You, you a New York cat with like <laughs> off and everything. So, so I, had to, I had to clear that up, but because usually, you know, Boston sports they big rivals with New York stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes I be, sometimes I have the the New York cap on. And then sometimes in, in Boston, yeah, Boston, I had some New York stuff on. I remember one time I went to Boston. I had 
the Patriots jersey with a Yankee hat. Everybody was looking at me like, yo, what is this dude doing? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, this dude bugging. <laughs> but yeah, I can respect it though. I know I know Boston's one of the one of the places we're talking about sports. New York too, but you know, sports in Boston is it's a whole different it's a whole different culture. But uh, so like why not? Have you had no New York teams drawing interest like the Giants, nothing like that? The Brooklyn Nets, none of that? You know, it's just in the family kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's just like ah. once you come up and that's what that's what everybody like, that's kind of what you what you stick to. And then, you know, holiday times come on, you see everybody with the, you know, Patriots and stuff. You can't walk in there with no Giants or no, or no Jets stuff. You feel me? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, so I guess it's, it's safe to say Tom Brady is your favorite player of all time. Nah, Randy Randy Moss, my favorite player. All right, there we go. There we go. I, I can dig that. Randy Moss might be the coldest dude to touch a football, in my opinion. Yeah, you know? I, I think so, too. Randy Moss, when he came to the Patriots, I think I almost cried tears of joy, for real. <laughs> hey, he did, too. He got a ring up out of there, you know. I'm, I'm sure he cried, too. I couldn't but, believe it. So that's, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, like... You know, as far as like football background, like you know, is that football kind of like? Did you play football or? Yeah, yeah, I played football in high school, and I played a little bit of D two also. So, and I played basketball in high school too. So I played, I played basketball and football. I was into soccer a little bit, but I couldn't really get too crazy with it. Baseball, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm a I'm a football baseball guy, but you know, I ain't I ain't, I ain't no runner like that, so I had to put basketball down early. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, nah, that ain't me. That ain't me. I got asthma, coach. But yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I feel like that too. A whole lot of running back and forth, back and forth. Absolutely, absolutely. So, like, what what position did you play in football? Corner and a little slot receiver. Uh, but man, a lot of you, def- you. a lot of defense for the most part. Corner yes, safety. I ain't hear you what you said. I said so you got feet on you. You got some quick feet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm definitely That's quick for sure. That's what's up. I was wondering, I was like, you know, go ahead. No, I'm saying I wasn't, you know, a lot of dudes, you know, be six feet, the receivers and stuff. I wasn't really too on the taller side, so they put me at corner, and then that's that's kind of what was stuck with me. I ain't really like running back, cause honestly, I was always a, a smaller guy, too, way too much con- contact. I'd rather hit Man, people than be hit, and running backs get hit way too much. Hell no! Nah. And then, and recently, you know, the, the catching running back has become a thing. I would say the last ten years, but back then, nah, you you had to take the hits. Yeah, you had to you had to bang at running back for sure. Absolutely. So like I was trying to see, I was trying to figure out because I know in FML you have you probably have one of the top, you know, five if not top three defenses in the league consistently. So I was trying to see like you know where did that the scheme come from? Where did the background come from? Like do you do you carry any any of that over into into Madden? Yeah, 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 definitely. I just the way I look at it, just period. You just I just like to make people uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So I can't. 
just sit there and have somebody, you know, <laughs> do what they they used to. You know, I'll, I'll take the risk. It's a high risk, high reward kind of. You know, and I'm if you if you you'll get burned too. You know what I mean? So it happens. Absolutely. To whereas I've played dudes and they they know what's going on and I get killed. So it happens, but I live with it. Nine times out of ten, usually they uncomfortable and I'm winning games. You know what I mean? So I I live by it. Man, that make too much sense. That, and that's kind of where I where I get from. You know, I was like a I had a little gig as a as a <laughs> it was like on some last chance you stuff, but I was like the defensive coordinator for this team out in uh, Alabama. And so I had to kind of get into it, but I didn't, I, I more so set guys up to make plays and I kind of play that into Madden as well, which I'm glad you're able to somewhat do that on Madden, but you know, Madden, Madden is a long way off from real football, but I, I think it's helped me. Yeah, and, a lot know, of times, yeah. a lot of times in Madden, you, the way you picture it in your head, like you put guys into position to make a play, and sometimes they just don't get it done. So that, I feel like that's kind of the most frustrating part, why you can't really, really uh, be like real life with it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to remember it's still a video game, so you got to add that aspect to it too also. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, you see that play over until a lot of like, guys like Aponte, man, I, I actually see where he can kind of take some man. And his success with on offense, it, it's kind of crazy to see. Um, yeah, but I, I, offensively, yeah, yeah, offensively, Aponte, he be he be reading the field like a real coach. I played him twice this cycle, and I think his offense is probably one of the hardest to stop out of everybody's. Is his offense? Because he he makes he makes adjustments like a real coordinator. You know, you're not gonna you might come in the first half seeing one thing but he's gonna come and make those adjustments and that's every game um yeah, a lot of cats ain't doing that but um that, that's crazy i had to ask that because i'm like man this this guy Mallory, you don't you ain't just lining up just doing no regular stuff you know what i mean like you know what you're doing yeah, everybody can't just send zero blitzes or whatever you know <laughs> everybody ain't able you know yeah i've seen a lot of people try to try to mimic it it's been i've been doing it for if you know the people that's been playing with me for a while since probably since madden 17 and 18 it hasn't really been the ex exact same because obviously you gotta tweak it to the game but it's always just make people uncomfortable send that pressure and just make people uncomfortable so you're gonna have to if you beat me you did your thing you know you know what i mean you gotta make free you're not gonna get no no lucky wins off me mm-hmm and that's a fact you know from the times i played i know anytime anytime i'm playing you it's kind of like when i'm playing these it's like you know you got to come with it you got to have your own strategy you got to stick to that and the best man win pretty much so that, that, we're gonna get into that too because I, I wanted to talk about you know with that much success with your scheme and everything like that we, we got to get into like these championships man we gotta <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that though <laughs> but uh first off though we we can't go that far without talking about this jags team you know coming into the you know mad 22 you select the jacksonville jaguars in the team draft what, like what what made you pick the jags in the first place uh 
they just fit my scheme, man. A lot of speed. Like, I just, I know people just say, you know, Madden speed ain't everything, and it's not. But it, it just fits my scheme well. Sometimes in Madden, when you pick a team, you got to pick a team that fits you. Basically, the way I look at it is, the less I got to change with the team is the better for me. You feel me? Yeah. Because a lot of people go in, they trade like five, six, seven players. You know, they switch around the whole team. I'm trying to keep my team the same as possible. The less moves I have to make is the better for me going in. So I feel like the Jags really fit everything I wanted to do. Man, you, you said it best. And that's and that's one of the things, even if I don't get the team that I want come Mad 23, that's what I'm most excited about is, is selecting the team that's going to fit me where I don't have to do all this. Because I don't even like trading, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know how, how some of these guys do it. Be in somebody's DMs all day negotiating trades. That's exhausting to me. Man, so, it's, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that and then turn it in and hope that the trade committee rock with you too. Like, I, I can't do it. So I'm looking forward to that on, on Madden 23. So that, that makes sense. Because the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, they... They might not draft well for real life, but man, on Madden, you talking about speed, talking about young talent, they got it. Yeah, they so. got they got everything. When I seen that Trevor was superstar, I'm like, oh yeah, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to get them. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of Trevor, you know, a lot of folks, a lot of folks rock with Trevor. Um, but out, out of this whole cycle, who's been your favorite player, you know, on on your team? ETN, bro. <laughs> Travis ETN, man. He, he's like a fast Alva Kamara to me. I've always compared him to that. Yeah, he's like a quick, a super fast. I was like, <laughs> once, once he hit the hole, it's it, like you need just one move. A lot of people, you gotta do this juke, this spin, one movement, and he's gone. Out of there, and. And that's what I'm saying. Like next gen, they they play a lot into the weight, and you know Derrick Henrys and all that. So you know this this cycle, we've seen you know Derrick Henrys and Nick Chubbs. We've seen those guys pretty much run the team and take over. But out of all the fast, shifty guys, I think you know your version of Travis Etienne might be the coldest that I've seen. Um, and you kind of you kind of play into that well, so that's why I was thinking I was like, this guy got a, a running back pass or something, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna see. I don't know if it's just ETN or what, but that, that kid, that kid, unstoppable for real. Yeah, he dope, man. He, but I'm I'm kind of falling in love with Zach Wilson too, though. He he's 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 different. He kind of make me want to go grab the Jets and and, and dev him again. That's how funny he's been playing with him recently. <laughs> And that's why that's why I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say Zach Wilson because you know you, you you acquired Zach Wilson I guess we'll go ahead and get into it you acquired Zach Wilson and I mean an immediate change you can almost see the shift in the team and the amount of wins that you guys have had um, what <laughs> what what do you feel is the missing piece you know with the Super Bowl I mean we you, you, you have a lot of success. But there's still no rings. Like, is Zach Wilson that guy? I think I think he the missing piece, man. I think him getting X Factor and you know me coming along with the team, he he kind of fits my scheme really well, like with the quick deep uh, throws. And I feel like my deep attack is what really changes the game. So I feel like a championship is coming, man. Zach Wilson definitely. I think he was a missing piece for real. 
Yeah, it's it's hard to stop. And and to me, I've always wanted to develop a scheme that you guys know what's coming, but you just can't stop it. Like like for example, when when Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl, I thought that was the, one of the most impressive runs to me because everybody knew what was going down. You just couldn't stop what was coming. Yeah, and, and yeah. And so, like with the Jags, this Jags team that you have, everybody knows what you what you're doing. It's just, you know, can you stop it and can you keep up, especially with the defense that you have. So yeah, exactly, and kind of my often I usually relied on my defense and controlling the clock and in the, the run game, but now I feel like I ain't really put that pressure on on guys with my scoring. You know what I mean? So I feel like now mm-hmm. guys got to respect the deep ball, and that's that opens up a lot running the ball too so if you look at some of the games if Zach Wilson's having a bad game I can lean on ETN that's because whoever I'm playing is playing you know really deep in the secondary Yeah. and if Zach Wilson is killing us because somebody's stacking the box and trying to stop ETN so it's, it's just really helped me a lot so hopefully we can Absolutely. see that championship man and, and that's a beautiful thing man I mean that's when it becomes chess and not checkers you know it's like you got to come with it. You got to come with a game plan. And, and the, the scheme that you've developed, man, is so dominant and so aggressive to where it's like, I don't see many guys overcoming that, you know, not to, not to boost anything up for playoff star, but <laughs> honestly, I got you slotted in coming out the AFC this year, at least, you know, <laughs> but I, I ain't going to lie to you, man. Not to, to sound too, too, <laughs> too crazy, but I think a lot of dudes, <laughs> When they see me on a schedule, they get nervous because just the scheme, it's just different from everybody else's. You know, mm-hmm. it's just way different. Like a lot of people don't take as much risk. Everybody's so passive. Everybody's so worried about losing more than winning. You know what I if if you if that makes sense. A lot of sense. Yeah, people oh, are playing. Yeah, people are playing not to lose instead of playing to win. I'm playing to win. And you know what I mean? So I'm willing to take on on that risk. And if you do beat me, you know, it is what it is. So people are just thinking too much, man, playing not to lose. Yep. I can attest to that. I did that in the last, uh, the last Super Bowl. Not the last one, but the one versus the Ravens. When I played Iota, I played, I came out way too concerned. I played not to lose, not to win. I mean, not to lose. Kicking field goals, taking yards and stuff like that. And, and so a lot of times, especially now with the, the stacked teams that we're seeing, you got to come out the gate ready to, you know, put your foot on their neck or you going <laughs> or something going to take over. So I can rock with that. Yeah, that's that's why I'm kind of happy, man. I ain't just thinking about it. The last uh, AFC championship I was winning, and I'm, I know you saw it. I got killed by Nick <laughs> Chubb. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do nothing in the world to stop Nick Chubb. And that just made me like think like, man, I gotta I gotta get my offense better because I gotta be able to keep up in shootouts. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. if you rely I was relying on my defense too much and being said I couldn't stop his offense, I really was helpless. You know what I mean? And that and that kind of feeling when you as a competitor, that kind of feeling being helpless is, is not a is not something you wanna go through. <laughs> That ain't it. And I, I completely once again, you preaching right now because when I played Mac, I don't I don't play Mac often. I think I played him maybe twice this cycle. We we, we split. But he beat me in the Super Bowl and I came in the same way. I'm like, 
my defense gonna hold it down. My defense gonna win this ship. All I gotta do is not mess up. But then Nick Chubb come in and it's like, yeah. <laughs> I looked at this. I looked at it the same way. I'm just thinking like, yo, just play defense, and then that yeah. cover, you gotta have an alternative to that. So I feel like, I feel like this team is it, man. Absolutely, and you kind of, you kind of answered my next question, but you know. I was saying, like, your, your run in the playoffs, I would say each year you've gotten increasingly, you know, had more progress in the playoffs. You know, you started off as a wild card team back when you had Trevor Lawrence, and now you got Zach Wilson, and now it's like, you know, AFC Conference or bus, or, you know, Super Bowl or bus. And so, like, throughout this whole time, who's been your, your, your toughest opponent in the playoffs? I'm a... I don't really play Mac in the playoffs that much, but I'm going to be honest. He's just a person. I don't know his game. I don't know how to explain it, man. His game is just so mistake free. Like he's probably the toughest person to play, but in the playoffs, my toughest matchup. Yeah. I, I say Mac, I played a lot of different people usually. And I feel like I could, I could beat anybody. You know what I mean? You know, that feeling when you just yeah. feel like I could beat anybody, but it's just, when it comes to Mac, man, I'm gonna be honest, man. It's just his his game. I feel like it's no it's no real holes in his game. You, it's hard to force him to make mistakes. Interesting. I I get where you're coming from, and it will get it. We'll definitely get into this later. We got to get into this later. But I, I thought she was gonna say uh, like maybe somebody like Ocho or, or somebody out the wall like that. Out of everybody that I've seen. I feel like Ocho is the only one that's not scared of your defense. And he'll, he'll bomb that thing out and he'll turn it into a shootout. So, yeah, but, but the, the thing with Ocho is he get kind of careless. So, you know what I mean? I could force him into making mistakes. So, I think that's, I the, that's the biggest issue for me. Like, er, out of everybody, I know how to force them into mistakes. When I play Mac, it's just like, what can I, like... <laughs> His team is just so good, bro. I'm going to just put it straight out like that. I'm going to stop sugarcoating it. His team is yeah. just so hard to stop. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a way to say it and not say it, but I'm going to just go out, go out and say it, bro. His team is just too good, bro. They, they 92 in a row, and he got, he got everything he needs on the team. So it's like when you try to game plan for it, who do you stop offensively? Yeah, it was gonna be talked about, but let's let's, and that's what I know too, man. I got to the I got to the Super Bowl, and you know, you you on the little main screen, and I'm like, bro, my team is like a eighty, his team is a ninety two, and I'm like, dog, what? <laughs> so at, at that point, I'm like, all right, I just gotta not mess up. I'm gonna let my defense do. It. I just gotta hope he hope he don't, you know, hope he turn the ball over or something like that, because his team crazy. Yeah, but, and I'm um, kind of. I'm kind of seeing that with my team now because if you look at my turnovers, it's, I probably got like maybe like six, seven interceptions, you know, and I got like 40 touchdown mm-hmm. passes. So it's so hard to throw picks when you got so many weapons, you know what I mean? So I kind of, I thought I thought he was just, you know, really good at just not making mistakes. But how can you with it when you got a roster like that? And I'm being honest, my roster is like Thank that you. now, my offense right now. So it's like, how can it's I make mistakes? Be. Somebody's open. Thank you. So, and this is what we was gonna get into, but uh, so we we talk about the teams and stuff. I, I'll say that for I'll say that for later. But yeah, you're at the point now where your team is at, a, and you have like the highest passer rating in the league, I believe. I think 
I think Zach Wilson is up for MVP by a long shot this season. Yeah. I mean, he putting up Aaron Rodgers numbers. And so it, it, it's kind of crazy, you know, and a lot of guys with, with teams like Debo's team don't stand a chance. You know, other teams like, you know, the Giants last year, they didn't stand a chance. Like, it, it's kind of rough because when you got that many players and that many guys out there, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like a different tier now. And so that's what we're seeing this year. But, um, <laughs> We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that because I want to talk about about Mac and I want to talk about this, all that stuff. But um, we talk about grace a lot in here. You know, we talk about like your top fives and all that stuff like that. At the beginning of the at the, at the beginning of the cycle, because I respect your opinion a lot because you've been here. I know you got a top five. Like before the before the cycle started. Before the cycle started, there was this tournament called, uh, you know, CFM tournament where you had your best five guys out of FML. And, and, you know, everybody played each other's leagues and all that stuff. You got, I think last year, I think coming into this cycle, you had Mac on the team. I think you were on the team. uh, Bubba. uh, And I'm missing a few. Estrada and Taco. Estrada and Taco. So I'm, I'm guessing that list will be different now. You know, seeing as how things played out, you know, yes. <laughs> no, no disrespect to Taco and, and, and Bubba, but <laughs> give me your give me your five guys that you would take into a, a, a CFM tournament right now. No teams involved, based off of just straight up like what you know. So, what like what game are we playing? Is it like head to head? Because that tournament kind of had, you know, it was a little cheesy. If we going in sim style. I could get yeah, absolutely. We throwing in sim style, but the team is is, is straight even teams. Oh, okay, okay. This is this is a good one. I like this one. Yeah, because the other one we we've been there before. I I already know who your top five would be if we went, you know, just off of FML. But if the teams is like, let's say the teams is balanced somehow, and everybody got the same team, if I'm going top five, I'm going put them in order, right? You want them in order, or it don't matter. Uh, yeah, if you can put them in order, hey, I'm, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going Mac number one. Mm-hmm. I put you at number two. I put myself Murder. at number three. At number four. Mm, at number four, I'll grab a Ponte. Okay. Number four, I'll grab a Ponte. And number five, I'll probably put DZ. See, I thought I thought we would have a disagreement on this, but that's actually how I would have that list out. That's actually in that order. I would have that list just like that. And I think we would kind of run the table, but I, I, I thought we would have a disagreement. But there is one thing. <laughs> there is one thing that that around the league this has been said, and I know Mac doesn't like this conversation, but. They say that Mac always picked the, a power team to win. And they haven't really seen his greatness without a power team. Have you ever seen this guy? Um, nah, I'm going to be honest. The teams that he had was extremely good. But he had a Titans team, right? That was that was kind of rough. It wasn't – it was a right. It was decent. He started off 0-3, and then he won out. And it was a division with um, – it was him – Bubba, Boogie, 
and I forgot who else was in the division. So it was a tough division. Bubba Bubba was always a dog, especially you know a couple matches mm-hmm. ago. At that time, Bubba was definitely top five for sure, and he won with that team. That's why I think that's why I think he can hang with any team. But he's a guy that likes to win. You know what I mean? And what better way to win than a stacked team out the gate? You know what I mean? So I kind of understand the concept. I think I think he can. To answer your question, I think he can win. Oh, with a lesser team, to be honest with you. And that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of, because I, if, if I'm Mac, I'm feeling slightly disrespected. But, <laughs> you know, because everybody's saying you can't win without a, you know, a power team. And we've seen guys with powerful teams take many L's. But, um, so I, I, I was trying to get to the bottom of that and kind of squash that and, and see, has that ever been done for one? And then two, do you think that, that as an actual player, he's good without a powerful team? Yeah, so, he's definitely he's the, he'd definitely be top five still. Would he have as many bowls as, as he has right now? Nah. Yeah, and see that's that's another thing. See, I was going, <laughs> which you're gonna bring at the, at the last segment, but um, that's interesting. And, and that's one guy that I think out of the, out of those five, DZ I think is another guy that. I think as far as this cycle, you and DZ have been kind of about the same as far as not being able to kind of put it all together to win that shit, but you're very, very, very close. And um, this year, I would not be surprised. I'm going to be honest. If it's DZ and Jags, Vikings and Jags in the Super Bowl, putting it like that. That'd be be lit, too. That'd be a really good Super Bowl. I think DZ, when we talk about similarities, I think he's the closest user to to like play style like me you know what i mean obviously yeah. nobody got the same play style as me but i i think if anybody's close it's definitely it's definitely dz he kind of has that similar similar play style but i don't know if he know how to put the the pieces together you know what i mean because you still gotta have that that good team so i don't know i think the gm skills kind of lack for, for dz i'm gonna be honest Absolutely, because this is a CFM. This is a Madden league, and that's where like you can't knock, you can't knock guys that got that build the teams up. Like Iota's team, he built that team. He put in the work to you know get the pieces in, um, and and that's another guy with a bowl. Despite him making a bowl, I didn't have him in the top five. <laughs> Man, this sounds dirty, but I didn't have him in the top five. But you know, I feel like him compared to Mac, I feel like he needs his team more than Mac needs his team, if that makes sense. Oh, so. you're saying Iota needs that team more than Mac needs it. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I 100% agree with you because I know you wasn't here before, and it's, it's crazy how, you know, uh, visual you are to what's going on. Like, before, nobody would have thought Iota would have won a ball because Iota was probably... I, I don't even know if he won a wild card game before this whole thing. You know what I mean? So he's one of the guys that was, like, huh? He was he was like that. <laughs> that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. So it's just that's why if, if anybody that if they were asked, you know, who needs their team the most, I will I would really say Iota. You know, respectfully, no disrespect to Iota. He's he's a he's a good player. He's always been consistent in making playoffs, but he was never that guy. You know what I mean? If you see him on the schedule. You know the one C versus the seven C. This is obviously before this cycle. You think, yeah. you know, I was in the division with him. You know what I mean? He was, he was easy work. I'm gonna just be honest. Before this, before this cycle. 
<laughs> I mean, hey, I can't, I can't disagree with it, man. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't knock him for taking the Ravens. We all know Lamar is like an absolute cheat code on Madden, um, but he definitely puts him in the a, a contention spot that he probably wouldn't be in without Lamar. And I'm, this is all respectfully. He's gonna listen to this, and I know he's gonna be like, "Bro, what the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> man, we just. He, I, the way I look at it, man, I, people might say, you know, toxic or whatever, but I, I just, I just got to keep it a hundred. You know what I mean? I can't, yeah, I can't sugarcoat stuff. I feel like, I don't know. Iota got the gift of gab. I kind of give him credit because I can't talk to somebody and I don't know. I think I can't manip- manipulate somebody to give me an X factor. Like <laughs> I feel like I'm begging after a while. I don't know how he does it. Really you feel. Like, Dog, I feel like I'm begging after a while because it's like, you know, I don't know how he gets these players. So that's a talent within itself, to be honest. Absolutely. And, and that's why, like, whenever you guys do the FML Awards, like, he's got my vote hands down for GM of the year. You know, oh, yeah. with, end, of the, end of the cycle, he definitely, I think he locked for that because I don't think anybody... I've been around the CFM, CFM game a long time. I, I haven't seen anybody leagues that have a trade committee because there's some leagues that allow you know whatever so that's a whole different right. story but leagues that got trade committee i haven't seen a guy able to get the pieces that he's been able to get absolutely and, and i'm looking forward to that man i think that's gonna be something good i think that that adds so much to the league you know giving identity to 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 everybody in the league you know everybody's not gonna get a super bowl um, but I, I do think it's some it's, it's cool to see, you know, what the other users in the league have voted you as and stuff like that. I think that's that's gonna be crazy. So, yes. Sometimes if you notice like when dudes realize, man, I'm never winning the bowl, they start to get uninterested. You know what I mean? Not saying everybody. Obviously we don't we don't have that issue because the dudes know who who's capable of winning the bowl and who's not. But right. a lot of guys are competitive, you know what I mean? So you gotta it's dudes that go 0-16 every year or get a top five pick every year and they still play. So you got to kind of, you know, it's, it's other aspects to Madden than just winning Super Bowls. Obviously, that's the ultimate goal. But, you know, building a team like you see what Asians doing with the Jets and, and different stuff like that, you got to kind of add mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, and that's that's where the, the origin of this, this show came from. I, I kind of wanted to. And that's kind of why, also why it took long for you to get on here, because I, I wanted to shed light on guys that's not always in the playoffs, always in the bowl, you know, kind of bring more familiarity, you know, have you say that word, you know, identity. <laughs> 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 you know, so that's, that's what's up. Yeah, but, uh, this, show is, this show is dope. That's why I've been so crazy about getting on, because it, it just adds... You know, it just gives everybody uh, uh, inside looking in. Like, let's say you're not you're not a part of the league, and you listen to this interview, and you like, you know, you get a little aspect of each individual person because there's a lot of personalities in in league. Man, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I appreciate that, and so it, it's been fun to do, man. And, and it also has a whole lot of insight to like, you know, the way things play out too. Like, you know, even on the pick six episode. You know, when I talked about Koozie, they asked me a question, but, you know, Koozie heard it. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like it changed a lot with, you know, how he approaches his, you know, his team. 
you know but uh stuff like that is, is cool man it's, it's cool to get insight so that's why i'm like man i i can get you on here and go for you know so many different aspects i can talk to you about on, on this podcast but you know so i'm trying to focus it in right now to just kind of like your opinion on who's who and, and this and that but uh speaking of that though we are in the uh you know it's, it's the playoff season in the nba so i kind of wanted to in, in light of basketball i'm gonna give you a, a nba player and I want you to I want you to give me the comparison on the FML side, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna throw you a softball, right? So we talk. I say Tom Brady. Who who would be the? Um, I mean, not Tom Brady. Michael Jordan. Who would be the Michael Jordan of, of the FML? Yeah, I probably I probably say Mac because it's like Jordan was a guy. All he cared about was winning. Like any way he could win. That's what he want to do, you know what I mean? So I feel like I would probably say I probably say Mac. I compare him to Jordan because a lot of times, you, if you hear people say, "Yo, man, you can't win without a good team," that's gonna make you want to pick <laughs> a lesser team. He don't care. He's gonna pick a good team. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's like Jordan, man. He do whatever it takes to win. He don't care what nobody else think. He want to win. Yeah, and that's what he's facing now. You know, people say people used to say, like, "Okay, Jordan, Jordan had help, you know, whatever." And Scottie Pippen and blah blah blah, and they like, you know, he had a super team too. And Mac is kind of facing the same thing, especially when you get, you know, six rings, seven. How many rings he got? Six or seven? Yeah, he just yeah. got a seven. Yeah, that's wild. And so, you know, he, he's kind of facing that same thing. So I think the immediate comparison right now is Jordan. Jordan Mac would be Jordan right now, so we got a, we got another guy that's that's chasing the goat in LeBron James. You know, had a lot of a lot of finals appearances, but didn't you know didn't necessarily win a, a winning percentage in the in the finals, and that being LeBron James. Who would you say would be your your LeBron James at the FML? I pray I pray say me, man. <laughs> Cause it's like you come in and you expect it to. LeBron was always expected to be that, you know, be yeah. the next Jordan. You know that he was the, the hype around LeBron was insane. Like we've we've never seen that, you know. So it's like even when he was in high school, he he had his shoe early, all that stuff. So I feel like yeah, and I feel like the first couple of years nobody really gave him a chance to. You know, it took like what Jordan, like what six, seven years to get his first ring. LeBron, they was expecting him to get that in his first, you know, three, four seasons. You know what I mean? And they felt yeah. like he was a letdown. So I feel like that's that's kind of like me. You know what I mean? I'm struggling, you know, to get to the top. Right. And he now. had he had great success with with lesser teams and stat wise all around. You know, we got to get that to LeBron over Jordan, but. So and, and like in FML, I would say stat wise, I would say you're over Mac. But when it comes down to you know right now, who's the goal in FML? You got to give it to Mac. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people would <laughs> toss the argument up that like you know user wise, I'm probably better than Mac. And I've I've heard you know I'm not saying that's what it is, but I've yeah you've heard that conversation a lot. You know, it even happened on Pick Six or you know you you've heard it a lot you know throughout the years of the league but the only issue is if you don't got the championships to back it up you know what i mean what is what is there you know what i mean so it's like yeah that's kind of the issue too absolutely and i would i would say that i would say i would say you're over mac you know and that's kind of where we're like um oh 
LeBron James, you know, Jordan comparison. It's a lot. It's a highly debated topic, and I think that that's one that I think that's a good comparison. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by God. I have a quick message for you all today. It comes from 1 Corinthians 10:31, and it says, "Whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God." In other words, some things you choose to do may not sit well with others. Just make sure it sits well between you and the Most High. Bless up. All right, and we are back with the Blessing Radio podcast. You know, we we just took a little break, had some had some technical difficulties, but we're back. I know we were talking about the uh, NBA to FML comparisons. So far, just to recap, we got the Michael Jordan of the FML right now would be Mac, and then the LeBron of the FML would be Malibu. And you know, we we'll, we'll kick up on that. So, so the next person I got, you know, we got a guy like uh, like Kevin Durant. Highly skilled, one of the most skilled players in the NBA. Has a ring, you know, but but some say he can't do it without a good team. Some say he can't. <laughs> <you know. laughs> but but he's very close to that conversation, and he's he's kind of like you know, as far as being one of the greatest of all time, he, he's possible to, to do it. We just don't know yet. Who would you who would you say would be the the, the Kevin Durant of the FML right now? Um. Not stats-wise, just the way that, you know, championship-wise, I'd probably say Iota because Kevin Durant couldn't really do it till he went to, to Golden State. And then you see him on the Nets now, you know, without that without the team around him, and it's just Kyrie. And you kind of see, you know, the same situation kind of like when he was at OKC. So I feel uh, like, let's say Iota, you know, loses that team. Let's say next cycle he you know, ends up, he won a bowl, so he's probably going to end up with another good team. But let's say he doesn't pick a good team. I feel like we're going to start seeing them. Actually, nah, let me let me switch that. I'm going to say that's the Strata. <laughs> I'm going to say that's the Strata. Yeah, I like both of those, actually. Those, those were, I didn't think about a Strata or Iota, actually, but that's, I like both of those. Why, why you say a Strata? I'm going to say it's Strata because it's more current. Because let's say Iota picks a WAC team, and let's say he just did get better. He wins with a WAC team. I can't really call him Durant right now. But Estrada, he had the, the same. He had the Ravens team also. You know, he won two bowls with it. So you could think of it like KD. Estrada yeah. always picked, you know, the Rams, and then he had the Packers, and he struggled with those teams. But you know what I mean? He was always a good user, but he just couldn't. <laughs> He, he, nobody thought of him winning championships. He gets the Ravens. He wins two championships. Now he picked the Rams again, and he struggled all cycle. So I, I, definitely a strider, yeah. That's crazy. No, that makes too much sense. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, that makes too much sense. I like that one. I like that one. So far, you've been you've been on the money with him. I, I can't. <laughs> KD would be a strider. <laughs> yeah. right. so, oh, we got like a Charles Barkley, right? Or you know, a guy that has no rings but is a, a perennial all all pro, you know, a great analyst, you know, knows a lot about the game, liked by everybody. You know, who would you say would be a Charles Barkley? Actually hated by by some, but who would you say would be the Charles Barkley of the SML? Ponte. <laughs> Ponte for sure. Ponte, 
he got he he was with us a long time ago. Um, and not sure if you you probably know this, but it was a a little while before we got you know official, like before we you know did the changeover and everything. Yeah, it was FML, but it wasn't FML. If you know what I mean, it was it was like mm-hmm. fresh Madden League or something like that. Aponte was winning bowls in there, but obviously that don't count because it ain't it ain't hung up in the banner because it ain't fearless Madden League. You know what I mean? I had a I had a ring that time too, but it don't count. And then when we got to Fearless, that's when I had won that one ring, and then I haven't won it since. But yeah, I say Aponte, man. Aponte is probably out of all the people that don't have a ring that's surprising, it'll be him, man. Because I'm telling you, he's always at the top. Like stat-wise and regular season-wise, he's always at the top. But I don't know, he just can't. And he he gets there, man. I'm telling you, he's he's yeah. always a Super Bowl favorite. You know what I mean? But he just it's crazy. Can't. He just can't, and he's doing it with the worst. Let me tell you something about Aponte, bro. He picks the worst teams on purpose. It's so weird. I've never seen somebody do this before. <laughs> I love it. And he makes you know, it I, so good. And then I don't know. He just can't. He just can't win that ring. I don't know why. It, it's such an interesting, you know, concept because it's like you know Charles Barkley. A lot of people say Charles Barkley don't have a ring because of Jordan. Or because he ran into somebody that was, you know, a little bit more, you know, a better team or tougher. But I don't know why. Why has Aponte not had a ring yet? I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I think I think you could say that too. You know what I mean? Because you could say it's just matchups. You know what I mean? That's that's really what the Super Bowl is. Matchups. If you get mm-hmm. the right matchup, you could go all the way. Not discrediting people that got bowls, obviously, because there's some people that you know got to go through the gauntlet to win Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Absolutely, but a lot Absolutely. of times it's it's really just a matchup nine times out of ten because it's just you get that one win and you move on. It's not like basketball where you gotta you know it's a seven game series, best out of seven. You know one game if you hot throughout the playoffs you hot. Yeah, yeah, man, I like that one. I like the Ponte the Barker. I can dig that. <laughs> All right, I got a few more and then we we'll, we'll start closing it out, but um. I gotta go with this one because I, I like this player, man. But uh, this this guy, he's got a ring. You know, some say it's because he was paired with LeBron, and he's probably one of the most skilled. Actually, to my opinion, probably one of the most the skilled, the most skilled player in the NBA, and that's Kyrie Irving. And you know, since the ring with LeBron James, he hasn't been able to get back to it or get it done. He's been close, but not really that close. But you know. Kyrie Irving, he has a ring, very, very skilled, and but just has not been able to get back to the to get another ship. Who would you say would be the Kyrie Irving of the FML? Kyrie Irving the FML. This is this is a good one because it could be a lot of different people. But if I if I had to pick the Kyrie the FML, I'd probably say Taco. Mm. Yeah, I say. Hey, so- I say- with, with his with his ring, like, did he have a what was the deal when he did get the ring? Because they, 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 when I talked to John, you know, I had John on the last episode. Man, he, listen, you can't ask John about Taco, bro. He <laughs> he not gonna be honest, bro. <laughs> he not gonna be honest. <laughs> like, what happened when he got his ring? Was he like a dominant force in in the league or what? He had the Browns. They looked. He had the Browns. Oh, it, it looked like the team. His team looks exactly like how Mac team look right now. It was 90 overall. The defense was literally insane. Like the secondary, he had a safety, right? That had 90 man coverage, a safety. 
that could guard any slot receiver <laughs> that anybody That's crazy. had, bro. Yeah. And safety. His Browns team, so you could kind of say, you know, Kyrie only won a ring because LeBron. You could kind of say that about Taco, but Taco's a really good player. You know what I mean? He's he's one of the best. If you're talking about all-time, all-cycle, let's say we had a Hall of Fame, Taco would be in it because he's one of the top users every single cycle. But I feel like it's that team that took him to the next level to win a bowl. Man, that's a that's good insight. I didn't know that. And so <laughs> that's interesting, man. This this whole uh, team thing, you know. But uh, I like that Taco Taco is the carrier. All right, we got about two more. All right, so this one here, uh, Steph Curry, man. We got Steph Curry's got a ring. He's been to the finals, you know, more than one occasion. Pretty much changed, you know, changed the game, changed how guys play, you know, kind of brought something new to the league with how he plays. And, and he, you know, he, he does it, but he, he doesn't have the same amount of rings as the as the greats. Who would you say is the Steph Curry of the FML? Mm, dang, that's a that's a tough one, because when we talk about championships, it's really not not a lot of people to to choose from. But I'll probably say Bubba. He's he not with us anymore. But yeah. Everybody, everybody obviously knows Bubba. I say Bubba, man, because his his offense is like Steph Curry, man. His, if I had to say the best, the hardest offense to stop out of everybody, it'll probably be, you know, it'll probably be Bubba. I played a whole cycle with him in the same division, and he gave me problems every single game. So that's kind of like Steph Curry. And Bubba had two rings also, so you could quite, you, you could definitely compare him to Steph Curry. Yeah, I'm familiar with Bubba too. He had a he had a high octane offense. That was that was one guy that had a had a crazy offense. Um, so I, I can rock with that. And this last one, I, I got to go with uh the Patrick Beverly, <laughs> <at the FM. laughs> a guy that you know talks himself up, talks a lot of junk. Oh man, this is the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Beverly of the FML. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be John, bro. It's gonna be John. Yeah, that was it's a softball. <laughs> John, hands down, and it. And, and the thing about it is, like you, John will show flashes to me. Uh, you probably disagree, but John will show flashes like he can actually ball, but he really. It's not there, but when you hear him talk about it, like <laughs> prime J Dub. <laughs> if you if um, you just walk into the league, like let's say you never watch basketball and you hop <laughs> on Twitter and you see Patrick uh, Patrick Beverly talking about <laughs> how he's just you know he he's he's a good defender yet, but you know how how Patrick Beverly talks. It's kind of like John. Yeah. If, you didn't, if you never watched the NBA game in life, you just jump. You'd be like, damn. Probably got some rings. He tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like John. If you hop in from the wait list, let's say you just fill out an application, hop in, you think, "Yo, this dude probably the truth." Yeah, you know he a bum. <laughs> You're really hopping on super teams and still losing. It's exactly. Crazy. So you you can see the team that John got is is you know anybody else they taking that team to the bowl, but John just I think he just. Overhypes himself, man. He probably just gotta settle down. He just, he just a loose cannon, man. <laughs> <laughs> to, to me, that's what it comes down to. Because if we look at this season, he came out the gate. You know, you just could have sworn he was gonna make the playoffs, but 
he started winning too much, started talking too much, and then it's like you can see an immediate change in his play. And I think he's now on like a three or four game losing streak. Yeah, really, Madden. Madden is definitely you. Definitely got to come in with a scheme, but you definitely got to treat it like a video game, and you can't really think too much of it. And sometimes mm-hmm. that that cost guys. So I feel like John. I definitely agree with you too. When you see you see like little flashes of him being good, because a few times you can hear me say, "Oh snap, J Dub back," <laughs> but it's like J Dub back, and then next game he getting blown out by thirty. So it's like, I yeah, he's crazy. But yeah, all those were pretty spot on, man. That was, that was kind of crazy. I knew it'd be a little challenging, but that was that was spot on right there. So. Um, but yeah, so you know, closing out into this, and I know the cycle is winding down, um, and we're heading into to Madden 23, and the NFL draft just happened as well. Um, I know you talked about you going to the Jets next cycle. Is that is that a real thing? Yeah, I think it's I think it's a real thing. They kind of remind me of the Jags, and I kind of like I you know you asked me who who my favorite player is. Obviously, ETN been with me the longest, and I kind of built him up from scratch but I feel like I feel like Zach Wilson he's just so fun to play with you know what I mean so I kind of want to yeah. go back with him again you know with the Jets yeah so the, the draft had no impact on that the, the guys they got in that draft Sauce Gardner and Brees oh oh yeah for sure for sure that, that, that that's what solidified it for sure yeah and so you know we and we talk about, you know, the AFC versus the NFC right now, how there's a, you know, at the beginning of the cycle, there was a, a power balance, you know, between the conferences. Um, if you could pick who you would want in your division going into Madden 23 in the AFC East, let's say you get the Jets, who would you want to see in those other three teams? I'm a type of person, I don't control who joins my division, but I always, I never, I like competition. Like a lot of the people I brought, brought to this league is like dogs in other leagues. You know what I mean? So I really try to build this league on competition and I'm super competitive and I like to have somebody in my division that's going to take me to the next level. So if I had to pick three people, it'll probably be DZ. Mm. Um, It'll probably be DZ, Mac, DZ mm-hmm. Mac, and the and Estrada. I like playing Estrada because I feel I, I like playing Estrada because I feel like he know my play style. So he, he gonna make me kind of when I play him, I kind of want to switch it up because he knows exactly what I'm gonna do and how I play. Like I don't know how he watch he watch he watch my games all the time probably because the dude knows mm-hmm. exactly how I play. So it's gonna be yeah. That's gonna be my three guys. Yeah, I, I would love to see that, man. That would be a crazy division. Actually, we, we got to make that happen. I don't know if if Mac is down with getting a, a team. Maybe you can rock with the Bills or something. But that's got to happen. Uh, no a division. No lie, I picked the Jags because Mac was saying he was gonna pick the Titans. So I grabbed the Jags, hoping he picked the Titans, and then he went to the Browns. So I kind of wanted that. I need that challenge, but he picked the Browns. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I don't, in the regular season, I am not trying to see that all year long, bro. Because I I be getting <laughs> tired. I be trying to lab stuff up in the regular season. I can't do it. But that would be crazy to see. DZ Mac and uh, Strata. That would be wild. Yeah, that'd be that'd be lit. 
Yes, sir. But oh, man, I, I don't want to bring you too long. Yeah. I got a question for you about the um I see I seen you talk about it a lot. A few people in the league is talking about it. The abilities. You know, I, I see a lot of people talk about, you know, the last season of the cycle, less turnoff abilities. Just please, man. Just trying to get some insight of 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 why you why you think that why you think why would that be a good idea? You know what I mean? Because I'm kinda I'm kinda leaning towards it. Maybe I'll talk to the others about it, but just for everybody that's you know, super obsessed with abilities. What would you say to, to change their mind? Let's say we had a league vote and you want a majority to vote that way. Why do you think that's a good idea? All right, let me let me step up to the podium real quick because I feel like <laughs> this is my one shot, you know? <laughs> but, dog, so we, we've been talking about it this whole episode. It's like you see how loaded the teams get and it kind of clouds your judgment on who's really good. And I know a lot of guys say it'll be the same tears, it'll be the same cream of the crop, but like you really don't know because everything we've seen, you know, when we talk about grace, these guys got loaded teams. And since Madden 20, it hasn't been the same because all of the abilities pretty much run the show when we get to like year four or whatever. And so um, not only that, but I feel like the abilities put in certain codes in the game where it's like stuff that should work, won't work. And it almost becomes you lining up and you see all these stars and you basically trying to avoid the stars the best the way you can instead of actually playing real football concepts. Yeah. And the numbers and the and the stats are on there for a reason. The attributes are on there for a reason. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, just let the attributes play for themselves. If you put guys in the right position, then that guy got a high man press or whatever the case may be, then let him stop stop the game that way versus diving for 10 yards, you know, 10, 20 yards on some weird acrobat stuff, <laughs> you know? And, and, and Gunslinger, it, it pretty much, it, it's it's almost like you're playing on a whole different speed. It's like Madden has a coder to where if you got Gunslinger, the guy that you're playing against, it's like a 60, 40 chance now, you know, for, you know, as far as winning odds, it, it, it tilts it that much. Um. And you, you play with gunslinger, you see what it's like. It's like, you know, you throw a pass, you see a guy, you throw that guy. And yeah. it's open. And instead of guys actually making reads and stuff like that. Um, I can go on and on, but that's that's kind of in general. I think you would see a, a, a much better one, it would be fun for everybody. It would be more fun for everybody that's lining up to play the game. And two, you would actually see who really has a, a football concept about them or who actually has a scheme. Who's actually good on on the sticks? That's pretty much, I think, no abilities would do that. Yeah, I agree with you with with the whole how much abilities definitely change the game. Because if you look at the game from, like you said, like previous Madden without abilities, and now I feel like that's just the focal point for everybody. And then when you get late in the cycle, the team that stays at the top, the teams that stay afloat is whoever, you know, dev the most guys. That's that's I yeah. think that's that's true too, because if you see a lot of teams that's falling off right now, it's not that they bad GMs, they just haven't dev the guys. So let's say you got a guy that's twenty five. If he ain't X Factor, he's not gonna get to that ninety overall like another twenty five year old that got the ability. You know what I mean? So it kind of not only ratings, but it affects the way players grow. You know what I mean? Not only absolutely, and not only that. But it affects the offseason. Guys only looking to sign free agents that's got a gold star or a red star by their name. 
They're only trying to trade for abilities. They're only trying to draft abilities. Nobody's really looking at, okay, this guy's a 6'5", you know, whatever, with these attributes. They're not looking at attributes. You're just trying to see what kind of abilities he got. Yeah, um, that's the truth. So it, it changes so much of the game, and it kind of it kind of turns it into a uh, it turns it into a Pokemon battle versus this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> turning into Pokemon more than football. So that's my thing on it. Yeah, it's something it's something to look into. But it definitely it definitely abilities make guys stand out. Like Aaron Donald did not matter before abilities. And um, but the thing about it is that was last gen. I feel like on next gen, they take into account the size, the weight, the strength, the all the attributes. They they add all that into the equation more on next gen. Um, so I would I would love to see that you know happen on on next gen. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you. And then another thing too, though, I feel like abilities it kind of give players personality besides ratings. But you definitely made a good point mm-hmm. about how, you know what I mean, it turns into definitely like a Pokemon battle. Whoever got the, the rarest ability, the best ability, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's who's going to succeed. And then you see, I feel like abilities give guys personalities, but then you see guys chasing the same abilities because that's what's OP. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's turning into, it's, it's basically mud at a certain point, you know? Yeah. And yeah. if I DM about Jerry Alexander or whatever X factor I got, like, nah, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, that's my spiel on, on the abilities, man. I'm all for that, you know? Yeah. Will the cream of the crop still be there? Who knows? I don't know. It's a good thing to look, that's a good thing to see, man, who, who can still hang without all the abilities and stuff. I'm all for it. So y'all, you know, shout out to the commission staff. You guys are, doing your thing if y'all want to talk about that man i'd be that'd be something i'd be i'd be glad to see <laughs> oh yeah definitely definitely <laughs> yes sir but i i've been trying to keep these things shorter man but like i said i had had, had malibu on here man i had to I had to get into some topics so um any 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 one more thing you want to say to the guys in fml before we dip out man i just want to say one thing if you ain't about it, stop talking about it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, that's a fact of life. <laughs> that's just a fact ball, of life. Man, that's it, literally, just ball. That's it. You gotta put it on the field. Don't get caught up in that. Absolutely. But yeah, this has been a great episode of the Blessing Radio House Call. Um, Hey, we got to do this again. I, like I said, I feel like it almost needed a part two, but, you know, I think we ran out of time. But we, we, I'll be getting you back on for sure. Yeah, yo, thanks for having me, man. This is this is definitely a great thing you're doing. I I, didn't, I never thought of something like this, too. This is a, it's, it's good for the league, man, for everybody to have others' point of view and what they think and, you know what I mean, kind of bring insight from different personalities and aspects of the, of the game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. So, so I, I, anybody that want to hop on, just hit me up. You know, we set something up, man. And I appreciate your time too, and, and appreciate the league as well, man. So, hey, I'm I'm here for the long haul. So. Yep. But yeah. All right, man. Take it easy, man. All right, bro. Yes, sir. Bless up.
Hey, you fake it. Cerise in here naked. Why am proud? I hit her, then forgot her. The Z, point I shot her. The Z, cost me a dollar. Billion.